Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. It's Friday. We made it through another work week. I'm so glad you joined us on this chapter day journey again today. We're in 2 Kings chapter 5. It was verse 20 that resonated with me this morning. It says, Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, the man of God, said to himself, My master was too easy on Naaman, this Aramean, by not accepting from him what he brought. As surely as the Lord lives, I will run after him and get something from him. Today's podcast is entitled, Consider This. I've been working on a message I'm scheduled to give this Sunday morning among my local gathering of Jesus followers. And one of the concepts on which I've been meditating is the idea of consideration. See, there's this subtle theme in the Jesus story and the great stories teaching regarding what disciples of Jesus are to consider and what we are not to consider. Today's chapter is a fantastic example. So there's this Aramean military officer, and he had some kind of incurable skin disease. Now, FYI, the Hebrew word that gets translated into English as leprosy has a much broader meaning and could indicate any number of skin issues or diseases. But it's called leprosy in the text. So he comes bearing an extraordinary amount of money and gifts and visits Elisha, asking to be healed. Through intermediaries, Elisha instructs him to dip himself in the Jordan River seven times, which he eventually does, and he's healed. Elisha sends word to the man to keep his gifts and go home. As I meditated on the story, I thought about what Elisha was considering that motivated his words and actions in the story. Elisha, considering the big picture of what God is trying to do at that moment. He wants this Aramean, a foreigner dedicated to Aramean pagan gods, to know that the God of Abraham, Moses, and David, and Israel is the one true God. He chooses not to even meet the man in person because he wants no credit for the miracle. He doesn't want the man to focus on Elisha, the man, but on the God of Elisha, who is healing him. And finally, Elisha refuses any gifts or payments because he considers that he has done nothing to earn these things, and he's not in the business of miracles are us. He was just doing what the Lord instructed. He considers God his master. He is just a servant doing what he's been told. So the officer leaves. And now the scene switches to focus on Elisha's servant, Gehazi. First, Gehazi considers to himself, notice the focus, himself, all the silver and the fine clothes that the Aramean had brought, which leads him to consider that this Aramean, he's a foreigner, and he's an enemy. Why does he bless with all these things? He considers why this pagan Aramean should have such wealth and fine things instead of one of God's chosen people, like himself. In his considerations, Gehazi comes to the conclusion that, you know, he deserves a a little bit of the something-something, you know, for himself. So he runs after the Aramean, and he lies 
to the Aramean about, oh, there's these prophets arriving from a distance, and Elisha, you know, commanded me to come ask for some silver and clothes for these two prophets. It's all a lie. Gehazi then takes the ill-gotten plunder and hides it. What does that indicate? Finally, when asked where he's been, Gehazi lies to his master and claims, oh, I haven't been anywhere. What a contrast. Elisha's words and actions were in consideration of what God, his Lord, is doing and desiring in the larger context of the political and spiritual landscape of the people of Israel and their rulers. Elisha acts as a humble servant who sees everything through consideration of his master and what his master desires. Gehazi, on the other hand, I couldn't help but think he reflects the original sin. Genesis 3, 6, quote, When the woman Eve saw that the tree looked good, <laughs> like good eating, and realized what she would get out of it, she'd know everything. She took and ate the fruit and gave some to her husband, and he ate. End quote. So see, he sees the silver and the fine things that the Aramean brought with him. He considers how awesome it would be to have some for himself. In, in doing so, he does not consider his master's intentions, his master's wishes, or what his master will do when he finds out what he has done. Gehazi considers his own selfish desires as everything while considering his master Elisha's desires as nothing. Welcome to the human condition. So in the quiet this morning, I find myself convicted. How often are my daily, moment-by-moment considerations about myself? From my lizard brain survival instincts to my envy of others, my desire to have what others have, my lust after the things of this world, how different was Jesus' own example? Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 8, quote, In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in the very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself, becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. End quote. And so I find myself sitting in the quiet, considering the day ahead. Well, I consider this day about me and my personal needs and wants and desires. Or will I consider Jesus' example, humble myself, act as a servant, and consider others' needs ahead of my own? I'm going to leave it there, my friend. I hope you have a great weekend. Lord willing, we'll be back here next week.